0: Time is a created thing. Say you want it, believe it, and work for it, and it will be yours. Those words come from the American poet Emily Dickinson. She was known for exploring themes around death, nature, love, and spirituality. So who better to kick off this episode about reclaiming your time? Make sure you listen all the way to the end to get support on how you can make the most of this one brief shining moment we call life. Are you ready to reclaim your time? Let's dig in. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for women in charge who feel overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of your family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I am your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. The people who find my podcast are usually women in charge. They are the ones everyone tracks down to make shit happen. And you do. You make it happen. You might even look good while you're doing it. But on the inside, there can be frustration, struggle, overwhelm, and knowing that things could feel a little calmer than they're feeling right now, or is it a little more calm? I don't know how to say that. But anyway, there's also this feeling that maybe things could feel a little, dare I say, easier. When it gets down to it, it's really all about time. How much time do you have and how do you want to use it? Let's face it, your time is largely spoken for already, so it's not about creating more time. Just like everybody else, you only get those 24 hours in a day, and hopefully you're spending at least a third of it getting some sleep, right? We all need our sleep. So this isn't about creating more time, it's actually about reclaiming your time. Now, there are two ways that you might respond to that. One might be, hell yeah, I'm gonna reclaim my time, bitches. And if this is you, great, keep listening. Another way you might respond to this idea of reclaiming your time is like, Elise, what the hell are you talking about? Reclaiming my time implies that it was ever mine to begin with. If this is you, great, keep listening. Seriously, you are already working on reclaiming your time because you are listening to this episode. So deep down, you know this is possible. So let's dig in to the three things that you must do to take back your time. First, you got to fire up your motivation to actually take your time back. And you do this by having a compelling why or kind of like starting with a compelling what. So here's what I mean. What would you actually do with more time? Now, there was a study published by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology and the Journal Science, and both of those found similar conclusions, which is that if given more free time, people tend to choose activities that are more enjoyable and fulfilling rather than simply relaxing or doing nothing. And that women in particular, other studies showed that women in particular are focused on using their time to have quality connections with the people they care about. So if I could magically give you more time, how would you spend it? Got your answer? Now I want you to go deeper. Why? Why would you spend your time that way? For example, one of my gisters would start her own business if she just had more time. You see, she works in a huge hospital system right now and she really wants to have her own private practice. And in that that hospital system, she doesn't even always know what her appointments are going to be until the day before. That would make me crazy. So having that private practice, right? she That's what she wants. We could take that at face value and we could all cheer her on, but that's going to take a lot of cheering on from the outside world if she doesn't have a clear and compelling why inside of her behind this goal for how she would want to use her time. We got to make sure her motivation is fired up. So of course I asked her why why do you want to start a business? One of the reasons? She wants to have more control over her time. How, how appropriate. But why does she want to have more control over her time? Well, she wants the flexibility to be there for her two young daughters. They're at an age where they still need her and they want her around. I mean, they're probably going to want her around forever, but you know how that mother-daughter thing can sometimes go or just any kind of adolescence can sometimes go. She wants the ability to train and run marathons. And she wants the ability to travel and hike and explore. And when you look at it that way, starting a business becomes pretty damn important. It becomes compelling. So what is your compelling why for wanting to reclaim your time? The second thing you gotta do is work on creating a growth mindset. I know, I know, how life coachy of me. But those are my roots, people. This is, this is where I started it all. Over 14 years ago, I was trained as a life coach. And while I am big on the tactical, practical stuff, all the practical tips and tools in the world won't work if your mindset is all kinds of fucked up. So as much as I'd like to pretend otherwise, you just got to get in the right frame of mind to reclaim your time. And this isn't an easy thing for me either. This is something that I work on all the time. And studies support this, that it's good to work on your mindset. A review of Mindset Interventions published in the Annual Review of Psychology in 2019 found that mindset interventions can improve everything, Also, excuse me, can improve all sorts of outcomes for women, including academic achievement, leadership, and health behaviors. So how do you actually develop a growth mindset, though? There is a long list of ways to do this. I just picked three. So one way you can do it is cultivate a love of learning. Now, this can be more a more natural strength for some people, and they might not need to focus on this so much. But when you're doing something new, even if this is a strength of yours, it can be harder to do. So when you're cultivating a love of learning, what you're really doing is you're approaching new experiences with curiosity and a desire to learn. Now, this is actually something we talk about in my GIST Community Coaching Program are these different phases of growth and development. And in the earlier stages, you have to have a desire and willingness to learn and a willingness to make mistakes in order to learn. So cultivate that love of learning. Another way to develop your growth mindset is to focus on your strengths and potential for growth instead of your weaknesses and limitations. Now, you might already know what your strengths are, but if you don't, if you're not clear on what your strengths are, there are great coaches out there who can help you with this, and I know them. So just reach out to me and say, I need help figuring out my strengths, and I will connect you with some coaches that can help you with that. Finally, when it comes to developing a growth mindset, practice self-compassion. Treat yourself like you would treat your dearest friend who is learning how to advocate for themselves, who is learning how to reclaim their time. How would you treat them and practice doing that for yourself? So if you feel like you need a little more help with that, this growth mindset stuff, because it's it's some deep work and you like to know like all the information and research around it, but it's presented in a, a really interesting way, then there's a couple of books you can check out. One is called Mindset, the Psychology, excuse me, Mindset, the New Psychology of Success. And that's by psychologist and Stanford psych researcher, Dr. Carol Dweck. And the other one is called Grit, the Power of Passion and Perseverance. And that's by psychologist and University of Pennsylvania researcher, Dr. Angela Duckworth. And I'll put links for those books in the show notes. So you can check those out if you want to. I've read uh, Grit myself and really enjoyed it. And Dweck's work, actually, now that I think about it, I haven't read her book. I've just watched so many presentations by her and read so many articles and interviews with her that I feel like I've read her book. But I'll probably need to read it as well. But again, those links to those books will be in the show notes or... I think both of them have TED Talks, like just, just check them out. So Carol Dweck, Angela Duckworth. All right, let's bring it home and bring it down to the more tactical, practical stuff. The third thing you gotta do to reclaim your time. So we talked about finding your compelling why, developing a growth mindset. Now the tactical, practical things you can do are this. It's to invest your time in creating systems and habits that support you and where you want to go. Now, listen, I have an entire community coaching program around this that you can ask me about at at another time or DM me and, you know, just respond to the email or comment on this somewhere. Let me know if you want to know more about that. But for now, just focus on these two things. Give yourself one place to hold everything you want to do. Any action, any idea, get it into one place, right? And then look at that system every day and identify the one action you're gonna to take to make progress on the most important thing that day. So keeping it all in one place allows you to see it all so that you can actually prioritize things. And I have a way to help you start to do this in practices, so stay tuned until the end of the episode for details on that. But the bottom line in all of this is you get this one brief, brilliant, beautiful life, so let's make it a good one reclaim your time so you can focus it on what matters most to you. And again, you can do that by finding your compelling why, developing a growth mindset and put systems and habits in place that support you. And I'm going to be honest, sometimes doing those first two can be harder and that's okay. You can actually start in reverse. In fact, I used to do a ton of coaching around those first two things. And what I found is for women who are in charge, there is so much that's coming at them right now that starting with getting the systems and habits in place does a lot to help them work on the other two. So start by getting your systems and habits in place because that'll help you better understand how you're currently using your, stop, using your time and it will allow you to start to practice how you can use your time differently. A great way to do this is to join the Dare to Prioritize Challenge. This is a live five-day challenge that I host to help people reclaim their time. And for the first time ever, I'm doing it a little bit differently with this challenge. So I used to do it as a Facebook group and I would go live in that group every morning and we would you know, post updates throughout the day. And it was great, but it didn't give me an opportunity to help you even more. And so this time we're going to be doing it in a Zoom setting, which means that we will be really efficient about going through the daily challenge, but I'll then also hang out and help you out on what it is that you're gonna be focusing on that day. So I'm gonna put a link in the show notes for you to go ahead and sign up, but you can also just go to daretoprioritize.com to get signed up because we're gonna kick things off on May 22nd. So tell me, of the three things that we talked about when it comes to reclaiming your time, which one are you going to work on this week? Finding your compelling why, developing a growth mindset, or putting systems and habits in place that support you? And tell me what is the next step you're going to take. So, head on over to the productivity shift on Instagram or Facebook and share which one you're going to focus on and what your next action is in the weekly shift post. And if you picked put systems and habits in place to support you, oh my gosh, your next action is so easy. Your next step is so easy. Just go to daretoprioritize.com to sign up for the challenge that we're going to kick off on May 22nd. Okay, that's all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most. Thank you for listening to The Productivity Shift. If you're ready to get your shit together and choose how to spend your time, then the Dare to Prioritize Challenge is the best next step. You can sign up for free and start the challenge today at daretoprioritize.com. Hey, everybody, you did it. You made it to the credits section of this podcast. (laughs) The Productivity Shift is lovingly created by me, Elise Enriquez, and it would not make it out into the world on time every week without the support of Rachel Sanya. She is our producer and makes sure that everything happens on time and gets delivered beautifully to your ears every single week.